live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. So I don't know what to make of the forecast here. So we got a high of 50 today. Actually, yesterday felt great walking out mm-hmm. mid-afternoon, nice. mm-hmm. right? Nice day. But, like, you still got this rain-snow mix maybe tonight, little snow showers mixed in on Thursday, That doesn't really Saturday. count, right? It doesn't count as snow, but, like, it's not nice. Now, I heard the stuff this weekend. What did Brian say? Niznanski said that, you know, there is the possibility still potentially for some accumulation there. Got to let that one. Be Saturday. Got to let that, yeah, gotta let that forecast cook a bit. He's got a high of 40, though, so depending on when that stuff falls, yeah. like either way, and like whether or not we're going to have the snow that stays for three weeks, that's largely done. Knock on wood. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> Save that tape pancake just in case, all right? But no, it's like in terms of like people who are anxious to get out and golf, for example, or I saw the place where I play tennis, they're putting the nets up. Yep. Like, oh, Here we go. I have 40 with wintry mix. That's not... Tennis weather, that's not golf weather. No, we, we got to make it happen anyway. If, we, things, if we force it... <laughs> just make it happen? Yes. Just will it to happen? I'm bringing out all the, the lawn furniture. I'm putting it out. <laughs> we're having a, Kids, we're eating outside tonight. <laughs> having a picnic. It's snowing. Right. Don't worry about it. That's, that's spring. It's technically spring. It's like the, uh, the thermostat debate. You know, do you have like a date uh, where you won't turn on the air conditioner or you or you won't turn on the heat? No, I go by the temperature. <laughs> right. that, that's how I dictate the thermostat. Am I cold? Yes or yes, no. Am I correct. too hot? Yes or no. And I don't care what the calendar says. <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't popped that like 70. Yeah, usually there's one or you know? two that kind of shows up, right? You get a 70 something in February and you're mm-hmm. like, woo People are out in shorts, golf courses open for a day and a half. You get all excited and right. then... And then it quickly right. leaves brings you. you back to reality. But we haven't popped that super nice day just yet. Doesn't look like we will for the week ahead. Brandon Snide is in with sports. He's got that next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. QB watch in the NFL continues. And the biggest question remains in regards to an Aaron Rodgers trade. Which team holds the leverage, the Packers or the Jets? I'm trying to figure out who has leverage, and I've thought about it a lot, and I've looked at it a lot of different ways, and I still i am not sure, and that's really part of the problem because if we knew who has the leverage, this would be done. Like in free agency, if the player has the leverage, right, if the player's like, let's say, the last great player in his position, AJ then the prices go up, up, up until someone says, I'm out, and then the player gets all the money. If the teams have a lot of different options of like, all right, I could get these three safeties, for instance, then the player doesn't have leverage and he needs to take the best deal that he can. And that changes every year. That changes every year, every cycle. Yeah, yeah, got it. Right. And like good agents, good GMs, they identify the leverage and they say, here's the leverage point. Here's how I can make the best deal. I cannot figure out who has more leverage. NFL Network's Ian Rappaport joining the Pat McAfee show on Tuesday, trying to piece together the NFL's biggest storyline of the offseason. Still a ways to go for a trade to go down as the NFL draft is less than a month away. Over to College Hoops, where Wisconsin found themselves in a late battle once again. Story of their season. This time at Oregon in the NIT quarterfinals. With just under a minute to go in play, Wisconsin found themselves down two and in need of a big bucket. Have some. That's where you're vulnerable, though. 
Hepburn with the timely bucket there to give Wisconsin the 59 to 57 lead, and they would never look back, defeating Oregon 61 to 58 to secure the NIT quarterfinal victory after the game. Head coach Greg Gard on the slow start for his team and the resiliency to respond. It's just been one of those years with one of, like I said, with this team. They just, uh, I think I nicknamed them early in the year, Team Drama. I thought, I thought we were a little. I don't want to say intimidated, but we got looking over our shoulder after a few block shots around the rim, and I could tell Tyler was a little hesitant. Obviously, Steve getting some fouls there and got him out of rhythm in the first half. But, you know, we were getting some decent look. We just had to continue to chip away when we got down eight, and, and guys made plays. You know, and then the ability to get a stop and, you know, be able to expire the clock there at the end, too, was, was important. With the win, Wisconsin now moves on to play North Texas in the semifinals. This college basketball tournament update is brought to you by Outdoor Living Unlimited. Over to the Diamond as the Milwaukee Brewers drop their spring training game, losing to the Chicago White Sox by a final score of 6-5. to five. Despite the loss, Mike Brasso remains to be the bright spot for the Brew Crew. 3-1 delivery, a swing and a drive to right, center, and deep. Get up! Get out of here! Gone for Mike Brasso! the Brewers have the lead as his hot spring continues. Hot spring indeed continues for Brasso. Bob Uecker on the call there on 94.5 ESPN as Brasso belted his fifth home run of the spring training. Freddie Peralta did get the start going five innings, striking out six and allowing three earned runs. Next up for the Brew Crew is a 310 first pitch tomorrow against San Antonio. Coming up, sports gambling is expanding in Wisconsin, but why you won't be betting on your phone anytime soon. That's next on Wisconsin's Morning News. this time of year in particular, so many of us engage in the lucrative business of sports futures investing. You like that phrase, Eric? Sports futures investing. Investing. Yes. That's, <laughs> sure. That's gambling. <laughs> sports futures. Mm-hmm. What may or may not happen, right? Uh, for many of us, that's like, what, the $5 entry into your buddy's tournament brackets? Of course. Right? Whatever. Yeah. Okay. That's not legal, actually but probably not going to get the attention of Jeff Wagner's buddies down at the uh, U.S. Attorney's Office, right? Okay, you guys do your brackets and joke about, oh, no, this is just for entertainment purposes. But you may have heard that actual sports betting in Wisconsin is expanding. In fact, Pottawatomie Casino Hotel in Milwaukee now open for sports betting in what will become a full-on what they call a sports book. I spoke with two law professors at Marquette University about the future of legal sports betting in Wisconsin. This is very much like the marijuana de-illegalization that we've got Illinois doing it, we've got Michigan doing it. We appear to be losing out on the revenue. I don't think you should be doing too much gambling tonight, Alan. Gambling? Who's anything about gambling? It's not gambling when you know you're going to win. Marquette Scott Eidelman says Wisconsin is late to the game when it comes to betting on sports. With leagues themselves increasingly cozy with the idea, Eidelman and fellow MU professor Matt Mitten expect legal betting on ball games only to grow. Professional leagues have shifted on the idea that, well, maybe, well, illegalized, there'd be plenty of illegalized gambling that would occur, billions and billions of dollars. And now if the leagues get a cut of it, they're thinking that, well, legalized with regulation is mm-hmm. just as good as a way of maintaining the integrity of the game, plus they want a cut of it too. 
10 years from now, are we betting in the ballpark? Are we betting on balls and strikes, on all the other things that happen? I would say probably based on the trends in other states. Mm-hmm. However, not in our state, Scott, unless something major changes. Right. So the tribes have the compacts that they can negotiate with the governor. Outside of those, it's prohibited by the Constitution and then by criminal law. At least for now, sports betting remains in the arena of tribal gaming. Despite the commercials you may see for betting on your phone, I guess a lot of people would be surprised to know that if you live in Wisconsin, you can't just go on those apps and use them right now. That's right, because there is a federal law, the Wire Act, which basically says you have to be located in a state uh, in which sports betting is lawful in order to you know, use your cell phone or an app to place a bet on DraftKings or some of these other services. All right, Puffs, what's the gag? How did you know what the score was going to be? I told you it's in this book. All you got to do is bet on the winner and you'll never lose. That's good advice. Uh, Marquette University law professors Matt Mitten and Scott Eidelman and a little Biff Tan in there from Back to the Future. <laughs> Gray Sports. An expert with the ponies. Sports almanac. Yeah. Bet on the winner and you never lose. So from what I understand at Potawatomi, this, the sports book is open. They are building out the larger facility there, what was the Northern Lights Theater. That's going to be sort of a more permanent thing mm-hmm. with, you know, super service and all that. Right now they have kiosks where you can go and place your bets legally again. Um, and they, you know, they have some things in there. They said they got a full service bar and stuff. But at this point, is that the place that they, the grand vision of where people just go and hang all day and watch games and stuff? Not yet, but it's there. They'll get there. They'll get there. Uh, the Oneida already have it at, up in Green Bay. They have a full-on mm-hmm. sports book. Yep. Haven't, haven't heard anybody that's been to that one. Interested to know. But again, in terms of you, you always watch, you're watching sports on TV. You see DraftKings, FanDuel, some of these others. You can't use those in Wisconsin. You could go somewhere else. And there are a lot of people that them. do. We've done stories about it, about people zip down, get into Illinois quick, and then just Cross the border, up. place yeah, your yeah. bets, come mm-hmm. on back. So yeah. that's the landscape the right thing. now as far as sports betting in Wisconsin. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. So I don't know what to make of the forecast here. So we got a high of 50 today. Actually, yesterday felt great walking out mm-hmm. mid-afternoon, nice. mm-hmm. right? Nice day. But, like, you still got this rain-snow mix maybe tonight, little snow showers mixed in on Thursday, That doesn't really Saturday. count, right? But it doesn't count as snow, but, like, it's not nice. Now, I heard the stuff this weekend. What did Brian say? Niznanski said that, you know, there is the possibility still potentially for some accumulation there. Got to let that one. It'd be Saturday, which gotta is let that, yeah, days Got to let that yet. forecast cook a bit. He's got a high of 40, though, so depending on when that stuff falls, yeah. like either way, and like whether or not we're going to have the snow that stays for three weeks, that's largely done. Knock on wood. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> Save that tape pancake just in case, all right? But no, it's like in terms of like people who are anxious to get out and golf, for example, or I saw the place where I play tennis, they're putting the nets up. Yep. Like, okay. Here we go. High of 40 with wintry mix. That's not... Tennis weather. That's not golf weather. No, we, we got to make it happen anyway. If we, things, if we force it. <laughs> just make it happen? Yes. Just will it to happen? I'm bringing out all the, the lawn furniture. I'm putting it out. <laughs> we're having a, Kids, we're eating outside tonight. <laughs> having a picnic. It's snowing. Right. Don't worry about it. That's, that's spring. It's technically spring. It's like the, uh, the thermostat debate. 
You know, do you have like a date uh, where you won't turn on the air conditioner or you or you won't turn on the heat? No, I go by the temperature. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, that's how I dictate the thermostat. Am I cold? Yes, yes or no. Am I correct. too hot? Yes or no. And I don't care what the calendar says. <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't popped that like 70. Yeah, usually there's one or you know? two that kind of shows up, right? You get a 70-something in February and mm-hmm. you're like, woo People are out in shorts. Golf courses open for a day and a half. You get all excited and right. then... In- and then it quickly right. leaves brings you. you back to reality. But we haven't popped that super nice day just yet. Doesn't look like we will for the week ahead. Brandon Snide is in with sports. He's got that next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. QB watch in the NFL continues. And the biggest question remains in regards to an Aaron Rodgers trade. Which team holds the leverage, the Packers or the Jets? I'm trying to figure out who has leverage, and I've thought about it a lot, and I've looked at it a lot of different ways, and I still i am not sure, and that's really part of the problem because if we knew who has the leverage, this would be done. Like in free agency, if the player has the leverage, right, if the player's like, let's say, the last great player at his position, AJ then the prices go up, up, up until someone says, I'm out, and then the player gets all the money. If the teams have a lot of different options of like, all right, I could get these three safeties, for instance, then the player doesn't have leverage and he needs to take the best deal that he can. And that changes every year. That changes every year, every cycle. Yeah, yeah, got it. Right. And like good agents, good GMs, they identify the leverage and they say, here's the leverage point. Here's how I can make the best deal. I cannot figure out who has more leverage. NFL Network's Ian Rappaport joining the Pat McAfee show on Tuesday, trying to piece together the NFL's biggest storyline of the offseason. Still a ways to go for a trade to go down as the NFL draft is less than a month away. Over to College Hoops, where Wisconsin found themselves in a late battle once again. Story of their season. This time at Oregon in the NIT quarterfinals. With just under a minute to go in play, Wisconsin found themselves down two and in need of a big bucket. One minute to play. Chucky Hepburn open from the wing. Have some! That's where you're vulnerable, though. Hepburn with the timely bucket there to give Wisconsin the 59-57 lead, and they would never look back, defeating Oregon 61-58 to secure the NIT quarterfinal victory after the game. Head coach Greg Gard on the slow start for his team and the resiliency to respond. It's just been one of those years with one of, like I said, with this team. They just, uh, I think I nicknamed them early in the year, Team Drama. I thought, I thought we were a little... I don't want to say intimidated, but we got looking over our shoulder after a few block shots around the rim, and I could tell Tyler was a little hesitant. Obviously, Steve getting some fouls there and got him out of rhythm in the first half. But, you know, we were getting some decent look. We just had to continue to chip away when we got down eight, and, and guys made plays. You know, and then the ability to get a stop and, you know, be able to expire the clock there at the end, too, was, was important. With the win, Wisconsin now moves on to play North Texas in the semifinals. This college basketball tournament update is brought to you by Outdoor Living Unlimited. Over to the Diamond as the Milwaukee Brewers drop their spring training game, losing to the Chicago White Sox by a final score of 6-5. to five. Despite the loss, Mike Brasso remains to be the bright spot for the Brew Crew. 3-1 delivery, a swing and a drive to right, center, and deep. Get up! Get out of here! Gone for Mike Brasso! The Brewers have the lead as his hot spring continues. Hot spring indeed continues for Brasso. Bob Euchre on the call there 
on 94.5 ESPN as Brasso belted his fifth home run of the spring training. Freddie Peralta did get the start going five innings, striking out six and allowing three earned runs. Next up for the Brew Crew is a 310 first pitch tomorrow against San Antonio. Coming up, sports gambling is expanding in Wisconsin, but why you won't be betting on your phone anytime soon. That's next on Wisconsin's Morning News. This time of year in particular, so many of us engage in the lucrative business of sports futures investing. You like that phrase, Eric? Sports futures investing. Investing. Yes. (laughs) Sure. That's gambling. (laughs) Sports futures. Mm -hmm. What may or may not happen, right? Uh, For many of us, that's like, what, the $5 entry into your buddy's tournament brackets? Of course. Whatever. Okay. That's not legal, actually. But probably not going to get the attention of Jeff Wagner's buddies down at the uh, U.S. Attorney's Office, right? Okay, you guys do your brackets and joke about, oh, no, this is just for entertainment purposes. But you may have heard that actual sports betting in Wisconsin is expanding. In fact, Pottawatomie Casino Hotel in Milwaukee now open for sports betting in what will become a full-on what they call a sports book. I spoke with two law professors at Marquette University about the future of legal sports betting in Wisconsin. This is very much like the marijuana de-illegalization that we've got Illinois doing it, we've got Michigan doing it. We appear to be losing out on the revenue. I don't think you should be doing too much gambling tonight, Alan. Gambling? Who's anything about gambling? It's not gambling when you know you're going to win. Marquette Scott Eidelman says Wisconsin is late to the game when it comes to betting on sports. With leagues themselves increasingly cozy with the idea, Eidelman and fellow MU professor Matt Mitten expect legal betting on ball games only to grow. Professional leagues have shifted on the idea that, well, maybe, well, there'd be plenty of illegalized gambling that would occur, billions and billions of dollars. And now if the leagues get a cut of it, they're thinking that, well, legalized with regulation is Mm -hmm. just as good as a way of maintaining the integrity of the game, plus they want a cut of it too. Ten years from now, are we betting in the ballpark? Are we betting on balls and strikes, on all the other things that happen? I would say probably, based on the trends in other states. Mm-hmm. However, not in our state, Scott, unless something major changes. Right. So the tribes have the compacts that they can negotiate with the governor. Outside of those, it's prohibited by the Constitution and then by criminal law. At least for now, sports betting remains in the arena of tribal gaming. Despite the commercials you may see for betting on your phone, I guess a lot of people would be surprised to know that if you live in Wisconsin, you can't just go on those apps and use them right now. That's right, because there is a federal law, the Wire Act, which basically says you have to be located in a state uh, in which sports betting is lawful in order to you know, use your cell phone or an app to place a bet on DraftKings or some of these other services. All right, Pops, what's the gag? How did you know what the score was going to be? I told you, it's in this book. All you got to do is bet on the winner and you'll never lose. That's good advice. Uh, Marquette University law professors Matt Mitten and Scott Eidelman and a little Biff Tan in there from Back to the Future. <laughs> Gray Sports. An expert with the ponies. Sports almanac. Yeah. Bet on the winner and you never lose. So from what I understand at Potawatomi, the, the sports book is open. They are building out the larger facility there what was the northern lights theater that's going to be sort of a more permanent thing mm-hmm. with you know super service and all that right now they have kiosks where you can go 
and place your bets legally again. Um, and they, you know, they have some things in there. They said they got a full service bar and stuff. But at this point, is that the place that they, the grand vision of where people just go and hang all day and watch games and stuff? Not yet, but it's there. They'll get there. They'll get there. Uh, the Oneida already have it at, up in Green Bay. They have a full-on mm-hmm. sports book. Yep. Haven't, haven't heard anybody that's been to that one. Interested to know. But again, in terms of you, you always watch, you're watching sports on TV, you see DraftKings, FanDuel, some of these others. You can't use those in Wisconsin. You could go somewhere else. And there are a lot of people that them. do. We've done stories about it, about people zip down, get into Illinois quick, and then just Cross the border, up. place yeah, your yeah. bets, come mm-hmm. on back. So yeah. that's the landscape the right thing. now as far as sports betting in Wisconsin.